0: Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline. This is Gun for Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer Anthony Calandro. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Live from the
2: land of freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment podcast in the nation. Welcome to it. <laughs> <laughs> you <sick bastard. laughs>
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. There is a lot going on. <laughs> 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 there is a lot going on, and I want to tell you something. Um, we have, you know, we know unity and activism is key. So I got this youngster in my studio with me who's an educator, and. Uh, He He started a few years on me. A few years, yeah, (laughs) 27. Uh, 27, I was married the first time when you were born. (laughs) Okay. Which he's still paying for. The first time, (laughs) yes. So Jeff has been a huge supporter in our community with the second is for everyone showing up, showing up at the rallies in Trenton, showing his face at the range, and he's working on this uh, brainchild of his. And uh, it's really doing good. And it's uh, Sons of Liberty. It's Survival Outfitters, LLC. Sons of Liberty, SO.com. So it's Sons of Liberty, SO.com. And uh, say hello, Jeff. How's it going, guys? So, so we have him in here, and he's going to be on the whole show, and he's going to be talking about what he does, and he's not only going to be talking about what he does because an hour before the show, by the way, today is Jeff's birthday. It's Sunday. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Jeff! Thank you, guys. Appreciate 31 it. Thirty-one years old. Happy birthday. <laughs> wow. Okay, and uh, so it's nice we have him on the show on his birthday on a beautiful Sunday like this. I'm happy because uh, Sweeney and Murphy are absolutely killing each other, <laughs> and tonight is the budget deadline, yeah. and they're k- actually killing each other. Murphy is going out and insulting Steve Sweeney publicly, and Steve oh Sweeney God. called Murphy. He told him Murphy's like Donald Trump.
2: Oh, no way.
1: Oh, yeah, they're going back and forth, oh. which is good. It's just like Washington now. There's mm-hmm. so much backbiting that there's no action going on, Great. which means they can't hurt us if they're fighting. They can't come up with stuff to hurt us. So I, I like that. What did, uh, what did what's his name say? Will Rogers. Imagine if they gave us the kind of government we paid for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep, keep the politicians right, right. Uh,
3: fighting yeah, with each other. He said,
1: imagine if we got the kind, imagine if the, we got the government we paid for. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine <laughs> right, what, if they were really be, doing their yeah. shit? <laughs> oh my God. So let them f- keep fighting. I'm okay with that. But I want to talk about, before we get into it with Jeff, because he's going to be here the whole show. Uh, the Mark Cheesebin and Gillard case, the GoFundMe case. Please gofundme.com forward slash restore dash carry dash NJ. Uh, both of them uh, were denied, and they need your money. Make a donation. Please don't be an SMP. All right. All right. NRA TV is gone. So everybody knows. Yeah. Uh, Cam and Company is going to pop up somewhere else. I have a really strong feeling. A crystal ball kind of told me that. Hmm. But just so you know, for two years, the NRA has been trying to get analytics from Ackerman McQueen and found out for twenty million dollars a year, checked Ackerman McQueen NRA TV was basically about forty nine thousand viewers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's yeah. not yeah. not good. No, all no, right. And and on. I and I liked it, but. I didn't know anybody that watched it. No. All right? So. Right.
3: That's like MSNBC, CNN numbers.
1: Correct. And there's a lot going on, and people are asking me uh, about the NRA. Chris Cox resigned from the NRA. Our chief lobbyist. Yes, he resigned. Uh, Again, some palace intrigue, some stuff going on, some shady stuff going on. It'll all come out eventually. Stop with the division. Just hang in there. Listen, this is what I read. I read Bloomberg. I read The Trace. The Trace sent out an email. We're hiring. The trace is seeking investigative journalists to Great. cover the gun lobby and institutions and people that influence the gun violence de- debate in America leading up to the 2020 election. The deadline to apply is July 10th. Okay? Great. This wonderful. is what. Our listeners don't understand. Stop the infighting, all right? We've stopped it in New Jersey. We need to stop it nationally. There's these groups popping up, FDNRA, anti Listen, this is exactly what Bloomberg and them want. They do not want another win. In 2020. They do not want Donald Trump to
2: win. It's not beyond Bloomberg to do that. I know him, and I know that's what what his MO is.
1: I am telling you, when this lawsuit with New York State, with Letitia James, when it clears, you're going to see 95% Mm -hmm. of this Palace Intrigue shit is bullshit. All right? I I can't tell you. I, I can't tell you. I wish I could tell you, but I'm telling you, stuff that's been leaked to the press. From Ackerman or by the trace in Bloomberg, 95% of it is bullshit. And people are getting into a tissy fit and their heads swollen and blowing up. It's, and I'm getting attacked personally by everybody. You know what? Bring it on. I got guys out there, former security guards, telling me about my tough guy guy image and stuff like that. So, I'm sorry. I Sometimes I get a little bought up like that. So, anyway, I'm telling you that's the deal right now. So, I also want to talk about our ignorant gun people out there. I have on uh, my social media platforms all combined, I probably have 150,000 followers. Sandy, we have this woman come in the range earlier this week from, in, from England. She's Indian descent, Sikh Indian descent. Her name is Harnan, H-A-R-N-A-A-N, last name K-A-U-R. Harnan Kuar was born with this rare disorder, okay, where she's a bearded lady up until, did you see the video I posted it with her?
3: I didn't get a chance yet.
1: Okay, So, she was born in 1990 and she was diagnosed with polycystic ovary syndrome, which causes an imbalance of hormones in the body. Yep. She tried to fight the hair growth, she couldn't, she finally gave up. Bullying, death threats, attempted suicide and everything. Finally, at 18 years old, she said, you know what? I'm just going to embrace it, this is what God gave me. I'm a female with a beard. I'm just going to rock it and wear makeup. She becomes a model. She becomes a spokesperson for human rights, for bullying and everything, right? So she comes into the range with her manager. She's a bearded lady. She's got breasts and everything. She's as feminine as can be, but she's got a big, huge black beard. My staff treats her like anybody else. She teases the RSOs in the back about her beard. She has a thicker beard than them or whatever, joking with everybody. Matt does a video with her about welcome to the family. She's here because she's speaking gay pride about bullying in New York City because this is gay pride month, right? Mm-hmm. I posted that video. You want to see some of the comments from people. Gun for hire, not my range anymore. What I'm going that? somewhere else. What is that? What is the circus in town? What's up with that beer? Oh Why would you God. let that shoot in your range? I'm like, are you kidding me? What if that was your daughter? I, I talked about that. the two-way community being a big tent and all-inclusive, and I go out of my way at Gun For Hire to do that. I deleted 90% of the comments. A couple of my left because they were so ignorant, I want people to just see them. Yeah, you know, okay. But the really scorching ones, I, I, I just knocked down. Yeah. I had at least six people. They're never stepping foot in my range again because Good. I had her shoot here. Good. Excellent.
2: Good. Go, okay. I'll tell you. I'll give you a list of ranges
1: to go to. Self-defense because you belong there. is a human right. Yeah. People were posting, what is that? And I was posting underneath it, a human being. Right. I have people come in here to shoot that have cerebral palsy. I have people that come in and shoot that had strokes. I've had people amputees come in here. Who cares? Okay? I look at it all the same. Whether you're gay, you're lesbian, your religion, I don't care. This is why we always lose. We're fighting amongst each other in the gun community over which gun group is better and who's the better leader of each gun group. Then we're going to fight about what color the person is or what their sexual persuasion... Listen, I was jealous. Jeff, you wish you could have a beard like she had. Yeah, I got nothing. You ain't got nothing. Let me tell you something,
2: man. Or, don't you remember when we started... The comment about... Uh, what was it? Not Caltech. So Whatever it was. Not a gun. Taurus. Not being a gun. Taurus, right? yeah. Right? That was always the big thing around here. Taurus. Uh, it's not a gun. And we said that on the air. We got death threats from assholes. Yes. Say, over Taurus is not a
3: gun. But don't people understand that, like... If you're gonna fight for rights, you gotta fight for everyone's rights. Right. That Correct. That
2: does not go into people's uh, you minds. See, a the problem bit. is there are douchebags everywhere. Yes. Right.
1: Isn't 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 the right to self-defense <clears throat> a basic human right? Yeah. So why shouldn't <clears throat> she, who's been bullied in death threats and photo suicide, why shouldn't she come in? She shot the 50 cal. shut shot AK. shut shot a- AK-47s, AR-15s. She had a great time. If you watch the video on any of the gun for Her social media platforms, you will see the energy in her face. Okay. But because she's wearing a Sikh turban, makeup, and a beard, uh-oh, I'm never going to Anthony's range anymore. What, what uh, not asshole. my gun range, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Good. Stick
2: it. Go, go stick somewhere else. Take your 50 cents a week.
1: Yeah. Stick and it. And
2: go somewhere else.
1: Just thank God every day that you're, you don't have kids subjected to something like this. You're not a parent and you're on the receiving end of something How do you like know? that, right?
2: How do you yeah, know? Correct. There is, I mean... Douchebaggery reigns. Yes. And and how do how do you know that these people we have we have this is why we have such an issue with violent children today because their parents are mm. douchebags.
3: Correct. Well, we also got this issue that and I, I'm a, I'm a public school teacher, so I get I get the whole bullying thing. Bullying's major, but people aren't looking at it. Bullying doesn't just damage the victim; it damages the person doing the bullying. A lot of, course, of these people yeah. are weak people. Right, people coming out and making fun of other people because they're going to a gun range because they look a little different. There's That's an a old weak ex- person. Absolutely, it's an old
2: expression that says, "Hurting people hurt people." Yeah
3: people are sh- they're looking at the short term. Yeah. They're thinking I'm going to f- put something on social media that's going to help my account or I'm going to get a few likes and I'm not going to think about the other person on the other side and how it, it doesn't sad make it doesn't make any si- well it's really it's sad for, for for how short-sighted they are. But I think what we got to do is start talking to people about the long term. You know, right. because even if you're a bully, it's it's destructive behavior in the long of term. Of course, because you know? you're
2: carrying that with you into adulthood. I got yeah. a ton. and somewhere somebody's gonna slap your ass. Down. But I
1: will say, the majority of the comments from gun people, Tony Simon, who understands out there, the positive comments, rock on, oh, unbelievable, yes. good for yes. her, etc., yes. etc. Yes. Et I got a ton of comments like that, and also selfish reasons. I ended up for the couple of followers I lost. Douchebags, I gained about a 1,000 followers. Good. Okay? Because of people that follow her, or people that have her disability, or people that have been bullied, or people that are lesbians, or whatever the hell it may be. LGBTQXYZ. I don't give a shit what you are. You know that already. But you know what? Yeah. I don't, I don't care. So, Jeff, great point you made, Jeff. And we were talking earlier cool. about... Uh, Dealing with with schools and stuff How the dynamic is different Now I went to parochial school in the 60's I got hit all the way up to about 1973 yeah. or 4 yeah. I think they stopped hitting us I guess right around the end of junior high I don't remember getting hit in high school Okay, I remember getting threatened By <laughs> teachers and administrators But I remember getting hit in junior no, high I, I All the way down to in kindergarten at the Catholic high school right? No, no. I got
2: thrown out of Catholic school oh. When I was in the third grade For that hitting can happen. the nun back
3: think. I think the idea too is that that's losses like when I talk to kids about about this, I say I stand up for everyone because I know that there's going to be a time when someone's going to need to stand up for me. So if you don't stand up for people when they're vulnerable, right, in a situation, what you're doing is you're putting yourself in the future in danger. Correct. By Absolutely. not right. standing up for people's right. rights and for for all that. So I really try to make it not a. It's not just like a, a lovey-dovey thing to not bully people. No. It's it's your own self-preservation. And I think that's something that we can really talk about today. I mean, uh, the whole point we're making at the beginning of this is that there's way too much division. Yes. There's too much division, there's too much insecurity, and there's too much fear. Yeah, no, it's all a campaign. It's on purpose. Yes. And the whole idea is, look, I mean... We're talking about this, we, we talked about this for an, about an hour before we get on, Anthony. We're talking about divide and conquer. I mean, this is the mm-hmm. oldest trick yes. in the book. I mean, It's right. happened in our society right now. Right. It happened to the, the Romans called it divide and rule. Right. The British called it divide and conquer. And what they do, it's really simple, all you do is you divide up a country, take any country, you divide the people up into little, uh, little special interest groups, right. little groups of right. people, and you really just push that through the media and right. use the media right. all day every day to tell people how they're different and, and how if you're on the be- right side yeah. the media
2: is your willing Ye- carrier yep. yeah. water water yeah. boy yeah
3: yeah and if you know and if you're But but the whole idea is that, and especially what they're doing too is they're pushing it ethnically. They want ethnic groups. Oh, they want yeah, they They want want to fragment everybody
2: they can because you can control groups very easily. Exactly. You can't control individuals, but you can control groups, and people act differently in groups than they ever will on their own. You're not going to get one guy rioting, right? You know, but people will do shit when there's a bunch of people together that they would never ever think of doing. When they were by themselves,
3: right. So take just take that as an example. Take that for instance. The the division and insecurity going on and the fear, is, is so important because right now I'm looking at what's going on in the world. I teach I teach high school history down in Somerset County. My wife's a history teacher. She owns the business with me, and I actually own the business too with my my brother. He's a he's in the navy. He's a sailor. He's actually stationed down in a. Uh, Norfolk, Virginia, right now. God bless him. He's That's going over. Uh, he's going so. over to Europe for. And a you tour have soon. a one-year-old baby. And I do, Jackson. One-year-old. Uh, one-year-old Jackson. son. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. I like So our business, uh, we started a business a few years ago called Sons of Liberty Survival Outfitters, and the goal of this business is first and foremost a rejection of everything we're talking about, a rejection of our current unsustainable system, which divides us into mostly ethnic factions, glorifies mass consumption, and keeps the average American in, in a constant state of fear. They're, they're watching television, they're afraid. They're told to go out and go shopping after, <coughs> after, you know, terrible. What did George Bush say after 9-11? Go out and shop. Right. Yes. You know? Right. And, uh, and they're, they're told, oh, uh, you know, separate into these little groups. You know, this but, but all three of these things are, are going to be terrible long-term for the American people. They're destroying the country.
2: Well, the, yes, exactly right. I mean, like you said, you can trace this all the way back. Mm-mm, their playbook that they're using today comes from Saul Alinsky. It is a classic Saul Alinsky thing to divide, separate, stigmatize a particular group, get on top of them, separate them from the rest of the pack, separate this group from the yeah. rest of the pack, and then say, you need me to connect you, and all I'm doing is using you.
3: Yeah, and you can even take it back further. You go to, back to the art of war. Oh, You yeah. know, like back to Sun <Zu>, China. Yeah. I mean, you Sun Tzu. God, that book is full, full of wisdom. Sure, you got to read I'm that Zulu. book yeah. 50 times yeah, like s- I so, did. So recommended. But here's the thing. For our organization today, I will say this. Um, We're not a political organization. Anthony's working with the NRA. There's a lot of great political organizations out there. They are not political. Working on the political zone. We are not a political organization because, um, really, we believe the answers to our problems can't be solved only by political means. So we're going to need support outside of the political realm if we're going to get Americans to a point where they're going to actually want to live in a free country. Mm -hmm. And really, I mean, because we can't look to politics to save us when, poli- when looking to politics to, to save us is what got us into the mess in the first place. Right. Everyone's waiting for a savior. I was right. saying before the white knight syndrome, where people wait for some, some yep. savior to yes. come and just ride in on a white horse and save the day. It's not going to happen, but that means we're going to have to roll up our sleeves and do it ourselves. So, to the listeners who are listening, I have two disclaimers just for today's show, if that's okay. Please. First, first we're not here. Um, Sons of Liberty, Survival Outfitters, sounds political. It's not. We're not here to promote political parties, politicians, or the political process. If you want to blame everything on the left or the right or the Democrats or the Republicans or liberals and conservatives, today's podcast might not be exactly what you're looking for. Um, We're here to unite and heal the American people, not divide them into camps getting ready for like a Civil War 2.0. That's not what we're about. And the other thing is... We're not here to complain, blow off steam, and carry on doing the same things, expecting different results, which is basically what Einstein said is insanity. Just doing the same thing, turning on the television, getting heated, going to sleep, going back to work, and just moving on with your life. Um, If you want to complain and uh, hope that other people are going to carry water for you, you're going to have a life filled with disappointment. I just hope you know that. Um, and Anthony, as you always say, right, lead, follow, get out the way? Right? Lead, follow, or get the F out Yo, of my way. Get out the way. So those I, are the two you things. You cleaned it up, which you is know? nice. Yeah, I'm trying to clean it up a little bit, you know? So first, not political, so if, if that's interesting to you, uh, keep listening, and then the other thing is we're, gonna, we're talking about real solutions to real problems. We have major problems. But we think we have a really good way of, of of solving a lot of these problems. Not a catch-all, but one of many organizations working out there to restore. And I don't mean restore America to go backwards. I mean we could take the best parts of America and go forwards, make sure they're for every group, every person, and every individual. So first, um, can I just tell you a little bit about what our company is? Sure. Yeah please. Because I, w- yeah. I want you to, because yeah. I know what
1: it is. Yeah. But and Sid, but Sandy don't. He's a little ignorant.
3: All right. So like I said, the company started with two teachers a na- and a Navy sailor. My my old man's uh. My old man's a veteran as well. Uh, we have, I, I think, three of my four of my grandfathers are veterans. Whether it's uh, World War II or Korea, uh, so we have a pretty patriotic family. Um, but our goal at the at the out outside out of this was to basically say, look, if we want to survive, whether it's America or not, what do we have to do? What do people need to survive? And as a history teacher, I've been looking at that. My that's what I've been studying for the past 15 years. Is how do people survive? How did they live differently? You know, how do people live in different countries? So I think there's four four areas. First. People need tools they need they need tools they need things to, to help them survive they need skills to use those tools they need resources from the ground and they need a community around them. so mm-hmm. we identified four areas that Four areas of need. So in order to accomplish this, we have two ways of doing it. First, and this is how we kind of started our company, was we do survival and sustainability consultations where we make sure that people have the, uh, we look at four different areas, personal, security, property, fortification. We're just trying to get people uh, outfitted individually. We want to outfit their property. We want to secure their uh, resources and help them produce resources, whether that's uh, you know, through solar power, whether that's gardening, whether that's you know, helping them have the necessities of life and making sure that they have what they need whether that's on their farm in their home in their community to survive and then okay, the fourth we're going to have
2: to wait on the fourth because oh. we're going to keep them in suspense because yeah, 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 no. we're going to a that's commercial break that's fine you're going right to re-review now? them anyway that's right yes we are we're not going anywhere Oh, no, that's fine <laughs> and I got
1: a funny when we come back <laughs> do you? uh huh
2: Oh. you know I have to say before we go to the break yeah. you're restoring my faith in humanity
3: <laughs> let's hope uh,
2: you know, All I right. can do a little bit more than that I'm
1: going to ruin it for you though
0: I want to tell you about my friend Katie Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work she was totally taken by surprise and although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds she was easily able to drop her six foot four 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed Katie wasn't just lucky that day she was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless-looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful, man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you, in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a Lipstick Bodyguard and keep it with you always. The world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today only at lipstickbodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the gunforhireradio.com homepage. La,
1: la, la, la. Alright, this segment is brought to you by Sugar Shooter's Gauntlet.
2: You know what standby means, right? It's like 500 shows. There. Shooters. You know what standby means. What does that means.
1: mean? <laughs> this segment is brought to you by Shooter's Gauntlet. Shooter's Gauntlet. Dot com. Check week. out Bob Every Ramo week. on Millstone Road in Monroe Town, PA. We should get him on the Sons of Liberty as well. I'll have Jimmy should. bring him the stuff when he goes out yeah. there. You don't,
3: you don't have like an old helicopter you could give?
1: He's looking room. for a helicopter <laughs> shell.
3: I'm looking for some connections to get there. All right. that's. Right. So <laughs>
1: that's I, w- right. I want to tell you, so I... <laughs> When I sent, I I forgot to add this before. When I sent out that video of the uh, Indian woman, you're gonna the beard, tell me
2: more. It's gonna piss me off. No, no, no. This is
1: funny, but <laughs> okay. I, you know, she's from the UK, right? And I sent it out, and somebody sent a tweet, and I listened to the tweet. Anthony, I can't believe you would condone these people at your range. I mean, really, the British. <laughs> <After> the <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so, and then you wrote. After they tried to disarm us on April nineteenth, seventy seventy five and then he wrote, Seriously, the two way community welcomes all. We don't judge by race, color, or creed. We judge by choice of firearm and caliber. <laughs> Walter Hargain and I brought, I tweeted back to Walter, I wrote, You almost effing had me. Almost. I was I was ready to light him up but the British. Well actually,
3: uh Anthony, that's what people come up to me, they go, Sons of Liberty, that sounds like a right wing militia group or what are you guys doing? And I go, Oh, are you British? Is that that why you don't like us? Because I thought every American should like the Sons of Liberty, right? They're the ones that won the Revolutionary War for America. I was like, how could you interject? You watch too much television. Please stop it. Correct. Correct. Exactly. So you
1: you did the three. Get away from CNN. Tell us the fourth and then go over the four again because a lot of people like me, they forgot. Yeah. I I already forgot, so I'll just do it over. It's true. I (laughs) already forgot. uh,
2: Take your errors. All right. So, Sandy, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Sandy, how many
1: times are you in the living room? You get up, you go in the kitchen, Uh, you open the fridge, you go, but, well, what am we doing here? But this
2: is nothing new. And then, then
1: you sit back down and go, oh, that's oh, right, shit. I wanted those chocolate yeah, covered right. almonds. And, you get, and you're like,
2: after the third trip, you're like, ah, oh, screw it.
1: Je- <laughs> it's not Jeff, worth you're going to see when you get older. You'll get up, I open the pantry in my kitchen, and I look in, I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> and then I close it, and I go sit back down, and 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, and then it, anyway, you'll see. I'll get there one day. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, take your time. <laughs> yeah, take <laughs> your so, time. hey, so
3: the first part of uh, so we're gonna talk about the business, Sons of Liberty Survival Outfitters. The first part of the business isn't as revolutionary as the second. So let me review it, okay? The first part, other people have done this. The second part, no one's done this, okay? The first part, we're ensuring our clients and their families are protected in four areas. This is a lot of people in New Jersey. I've, I was telling Anthony before we started. There's a comedian up in uh, upstate New York called Owen Benjamin, and he calls them indoor cats. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to quote him. I didn't want to steal his uh, <laughs> steal his little thing. But indoor cats, you know, the it's people so that live perfect, they so live nice. near New they live near New York City. Right. You know, they live in a in a very in a very comfortable environment. They don't have claws. They drink little bowls of milk. And right. when they see an outdoor cat, they get very upset. They're very <laughs> scared. They're worried. They don't they don't really know what to do outside. That's you right. know. So we want to make these. There's a lot of people. No, I'm one of them though. I mean, when I was growing up, I was living no, in to the Raritan River. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I grew up in uh, I grew up in Ramsey, right? Okay. So it was Bergen County, and uh, and I didn't grow up in a gun household or anything like that. When I moved out to Me Sussex. Either. That's how, you know, yeah. we got into it. And then I went, to, I went to college down in Virginia and really got into <laughs> it. But, but it's the idea that, you know, you can teach. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not as hopeless as an indoor cat. You can actually, a lot of people want to learn. They just don't know where to turn. So we're going to get there in a second. But the first thing we do is we do survival and sustainability consultations. We'll sit people down in a coffee shop go through personal security. They've never touched a gun before. They have no idea where a gun range is. They have no idea how to fill out paperwork. They have no idea how to put in a garden, how to put, in a, uh, put a solar panel in their house. They, they, they want to they be more sustainable. They have a
2: tomato plant in the, on their yeah. balcony. Yeah. yeah and that's going to feed them in and case, the, case anything they're con- happens. They're
3: confused by the deer keep eating it. You know? <laughs> yeah. they, don't, they don't protect them. <laughs> but... <laughs> But the whole idea is, uh, yeah, I, I trench out. I do pretty. We do a pretty <laughs> good job with our uh, with our gardens. We trench them out like a World War One. Like it looks like Verdun, you know. Like, <laughs> like, uh, Groundhogs aren't in there. But uh, but so the first thing is, um, we want to help them with their personal security, outfitting each member of the family. We want to help with their properties. Uh, securing resources and producing resources. And then finally, contingency plans. Everything goes to hell and you have to get out of Dodge. Where, what are you going to do? And so we, we sit down with them and it's not doomsday prepping. It's just a, it's just a way for people that are kind of, they want to join our community. They want to be a little bit more prepared, you know, in case anything ever happens. They don't want to be part of the bread and milk crowd. Right. You know, and so, and so we want to help them that way. But the second part of our company, and this, and this we actually just launched last year, is really revolutionary. And what I mean by that is we we've set up my brother and my wife were sitting there going, okay, we can do a consultation, one coffeehouse shop at a time, but is there a way to get this out to the masses? Or is there a way to really get people going on this and really build a community? And that's what we're doing with the second part. What we did was we started this patriotic network of servicemen, businessmen, and countrymen, countrymen meaning countrymen and women, um, average law-abiding citizens, committed to protecting and resurrecting small-town America. Small-town America, let me say it one more time, small-town America. Right. We actually just have an ad up on Instagram and Facebook saying, small-town America strikes back. Right. I think we posted it to Gun For Hire Radio. So if you guys want to check that out, check out... It Please. says, Small Town America Strikes Back, because that's really what we're trying to do with Absolutely this. Absolutely the key. And and the way we're doing this is four ways. Okay, I know I keep breaking down things into these four things you need, but this is really what we're talking about. We set up what's called the Sons of Liberty Patriot Discount Club. Anthony and Gun For Hire are part of it. I'm going to explain exactly what we're doing and why we think this is such. If you really buy into this. Now look, discount clubs, I say discount club, people automatically go, Oh, I know my high school did that, where they sell little things. Trust me, we're doing something special here, all right? And this is what we're doing. First, we need to get back to basics. We said, we we asked this question, how can we act that will make America strong and free? Not what can we say, Mm -hmm. what can we complain about, but what can we physically do in our daily lives to make America strong and to make America free and to keep America the strongest, freest country that it can possibly be? And we identified four ways. First is to support our independent local businesses and to buy locally. You know, a lot of times people look at this as a political left-wing, right-wing, you know, one group likes to buy local. No, all Americans should be buying locally, should be supporting their local businesses.
2: Because when the local uh, hardware store goes out of business, Perfect example. Home Depot decides we're going to close this or can't get their shipment
1: in on it. Right. Walmart is the best example of a parasitic locust. Local
3: supply chain. Say it with me. We're going to get into each of these. Local supply chain. Local supply chain. So the first thing is that. The second thing is we need to build our skills and learn how to take care of your own. We need to take care of each other. We need to educate each other, whether it's your children, whether it's your neighbors, whether it's people around you. If you know how to do things and they don't you either need to tell them that you have a business that you're gonna do it for them or show them how to do it start a school to get something going we need to start learning how to do things the third thing is we need to support the men and women who risk their lives for this nation our veterans and first responders a lot of times i've seen people in the two-way community put the police on the other side of the aisle and say the police are uh, not our friends and all this stuff. And I go, no, 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 no. If we're going to be successful in New Jersey and around the country, we need the patriotic men and women in uniform, whether it's our police or our military, to understand that we are on their side, we understand how tough their jobs are, we understand the, the crap they have to put up with every day, every we understand hour. that they're putting their lives in line for us, running into burning buildings, doing the rest. We're going to talk about that. And then finally, the fourth thing is defending the Bill of Rights. I'm a public school teacher, I teach at a high school, I I teach AP US History, I teach Modern World History, I teach Holocaust and Genocide, one of the only full year courses in the state, and I'm going to tell you something. When you teach the whole Bill of Rights, when you defend the whole Bill of Rights, there's no... Every political party says that they're for the Bill of Rights. I don't care Mm -hmm. if it's the ACLU or the Tea Party. Everyone's saying Mm -hmm. that they love the Bill of Rights. So we need to be the people for the Bill of Rights and make sure that no one else perverts that.
1: But the Democrats
3: say, I support the Second Amendment, but... Right, so we're going to get into that. Now, if we want to talk about that for, for one second, I will just say this. Anyone out there who wants to talk about Second Amendment and, you know, anything like that, there's a simple fact that everyone needs to know people on planet earth people with guns tell people without guns what to do yes mm, novel that's not i that's it's not a like that. that's not a debatable point i don't no. think nope. no that's that's it so it's a check and balance on Agreed. on humanity and on what other people will do you know a lot of times too uh, we talk about in class like what what's the opposite of fear or what's it you know and a lot of people don't realize it's uh, when you look at economics when you look at the stock market or anything it's greed yes right so if there's greedy people out there how do you put some fear into them well checks and balances are a great way right <laughs> yeah. so that's that's that, you know we're we're right on the same page on that front but let me just go through these i just if we could just go please, through a few of these please. and talk about You're why are you energizing they're so important. me okay number 1 independent businesses mean you have an independent community and that means more community pride if we can be proud of our communities we're not going to put up with as much crap being done to our communities, being done to the people in our communities, right. and we're going to have more pride in ourselves and our family. We, you have a beautiful. This is a Like be- your building is absolutely phenomenal. Have Adam, people that are listening to this podcast that haven't stepped foot in Gun for Iyer need to come in here. It's it's gorgeous. The owner's I've, crazy. I've been right. a lot. Yeah, I've been to a lot of gun ranges, and it's a gorgeous it. gun range. Now, when you walk through here, you have an independent business right in Woodland Park increases the pride that people have in the area. Well, maybe not for some that disagree with you being here, but awesome. you know, the idea is if you have a quality local watering hole, local bar, how much better is that than having a Chili's or a, right. or an Applebee's, you know? Right. When you have a McDonald's, a Home Depot, a Bass Pro's and a Dunkin' Donuts in your town, you don't have a town, you no. have a shopping mall. Yeah, pretty much. That's all you got. Right. And you have That's a right. bunch of people that are workers. Right. You've no one that has any creative insight. No
2: pride of ownership. None. There's there's n- there's nothing to carry forward. Yeah, it's it's and like you say, it is it's a local supply chain that's yeah.
3: yeah the key to everything else. And when you go to McDonald's, you go to Home Depot or Bass Pros, you get a little discount card, right, or you get a little membership card sure. saying, "I'm I'm part of this," and I can go to any of those businesses. But what about our local mom and pops? Do they get Do they get a little club that protects them that that promotes their businesses? You know, we have all these little, great... New Jersey. I'm going to tell you something, guys. New Jersey is some of the best small businesses in the country. I was lived in Virginia for years, and I lived in Lynchburg, Virginia for two years. Nice town. It is a nice town, but I'm going to tell you, it's filled with chains... It's filled with businesses oh, yeah. that are right. not from there. Uh, yeah, there's there's right. not many right. local spot mom and pop spots. A lot of times, like if you want good fried chicken down there, which is like a big thing down there, you have to go to a local gas station. Yeah. Or you know, you have, but to, get, you have to get outside. Yeah, you have the to get city. outside yeah. the city limits. Mm-hmm. Inside the city limits, it's everything you see: a Cold Stone and a right. Burger King right. and a Chick Fil A. Right. And that. how is that fake different? Ice cream, fake how can I, so I could go to another city and get right. the same crap, yeah, exactly. and then you have nothing. There's nothing really. I hate the
1: homogenization of our country. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I right. always look to eat and, and visit off the beaten yeah. path. Because, I listen, I went to China. I'm walking down the street in Beijing. Yeah. Starbucks, KFC, yeah. McDonald's, yeah. Burger King, yeah. 7-Eleven. Yeah. Repeat, Starbucks, right. Burger King, McDonald's. Every block. Yeah. 330 million people. Every block. Same shit. But I think my
3: point, too, is that this... Having independent communities helps us. Helps the people that want the Bill of Rights. Helps people that want independent communities. Because when you have independent communities, and, we'll, and let's go, actually, let's go into that local supply chain thing you're saying. Local supply chains equals more sustainable communities because all systems break down. Entropy. We literally yep, we teach yep. it in science class. Absolutely. All systems right. break down. Right. Why do we not import nuclear weapons from other countries? Why do, we, why do we make sure that we produce essential things for national security within the country? Because if the supply chain breaks down or if someone else doesn't want to sell it to us, then we don't have that anymore. Right. So if we outsource everything outside of our communities to other, to other communities or to other nations, what we're doing is we're basically putting ourselves at their mercy. Right. And that's not, a, that's not a great place to be if you want to survive. And so that's kind of our idea there. We have better protection during crisis. Um, and by the way, this is something that we were talking about beforehand. It's a natural economics phenomenon for things to be local. Yes. It's not it's right. not natural for things to be shipped halfway across the world.
1: I was saying to Jeff, I said, when I was a kid, remember Sandy how you waited for the peak of the summer, peaches came out yeah, and right. then towards the end of the summer watermelons and you apples during the winter. They were done. Right. Yeah, right. Well, right. now we fly watermelons in from Costa Rica in January. Right. right. So right. we can have watermelon twenty four seven. There's always somewhere producing it. How is that economical? Flying a watermelon, you know, 7,000 miles. And
2: you're paying. a fortune and, for
1: And you. all of the green people out there that go to Whole Foods with their clothes that look like they were homemade <laughs> and, and, shit, and, and the Birkenstocks. Right, and yeah. their Birkenstocks. They're they're mm-hmm. buying this, oh, I bought this uh, Christmas melon, you know, in January 17th. And, oh, we have to stop, we have to lower the heat because we're saving yeah. the... Meanwhile it was, you used it was how,
2: picked in November. Yeah, how much
1: <laughs> jet, fuel jet fuel did you use to, to fly, fly your, your watermelon melon. To you? But yeah, yeah. it's not right. just
3: that, because, Anthony, we're paying for it. The taxpayers are Correct. paying for it. I was just, exp- I explained this too, like, Big business. A lot of people think big business. They think capitalism, right? That's the first thing you think. It's not capitalism. No. It's welfare for the top. Yes. And I was I was breaking this down before. All the whole industries are subsidized. The way you get a watermelon halfway across the world and make it cheaper than buying a watermelon produced down the street is you use subsidies. They they have they lobby for federal land use. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about um, you know they have special act. They they, they lobby Congress for I'm special gonna, privileges. I'm going to
2: piss off the entire Midwest right now, yeah. but. The corn subsidies yeah. are ridiculous. Ridiculous. Here's a perfect example of what goes on with government thinking. Yeah. Okay? Cattle are not supposed to eat corn. No. They don't. They're supposed to eat grass. Right. If you feed cattle corn, they bloat and they get... Like humans. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they get a real high level of bacteria in their gut. Right. Okay. So when you slaughter that ca- cattle, you get all this flow of E. coli all over the meat. Right. So now we have an E coli problem that was created by the federal government subsidizing well, corn. How do you so fix that? It, so how do you fix it? Well, you get pink slime yeah. and you put that into yep. the beef to kill the bacteria that you caused. I mean, this and then you is the government chlorine solution. like Exactly. Like 10 why 50, 20 not? times before sure. it gets there. And then we eat that and we wonder why we have more cancer yeah. rates today than any time yeah. else.
3: Well, and and on top of this, so we have these regulations, we have subsidies, we have all this, but on top of that since 2008 you know, I, I read an article. It was called "The The, the Real Housewives of Wall Street." It was a, you can still look it up on, online. It was uh, from 2008, uh, might might have been 2007. But basically, the author makes the point that, you know, we we had a bailout in 2008, right? But that wasn't the big bailout. The big bailout was a 15 trillion with a T bailout from the Federal Reserve. They had a, a bailout right. where they bailed out banks and, and big corporations all over the world. Verizon, McDonald's, right. all of these big corporations got bailed out, not just the banks. And who got screwed? We the did. mom and pop and the taxpayer.
2: Right. And the, yes, try if you're a small business. You yeah. are a small yeah. business owner. Try and get a loan.
3: Right. Exactly.
2: But there, are, there's a bank on every single corner and a new branch right. opening up tomorrow.
3: You know the the thrust of the article was that these two J.P. Morgan executive wives. What they did was they bought up, they took a loan from the Fed directly for fifty billion dollars <laughs> at zero point zero 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 one percent interest, oh. and then they turned around and bought fifty billion dollars worth of student loans at like eight or nine percent. So they're making 8 or 9% on a loan. You know, hey, hey, they can yeah. access that, that special right. that special account. But the a small businessman, I mean, you go out, what, 8 9% right now for a for a small oh business loan?
1: Yep. Small businesses are getting hammered. We have nobody to lobby for us. And you know what? The Chamber of Commerce has no. sold us out. All right. they care about is cheap labor for the big businesses right. and the Koch brothers. We right. have right. nobody. When, it, when, when our governor, or when they talk about uh, subsidies and bailouts, I've ranted before. I'm like, where's mine? Right. right. Was nobody? Right. Nobody enticed me to open up in Woodland Park. Right. I fought the man for two years to get the range right. open. Right, right. You know, I yeah. fought everybody yeah. right. to right. get it open.
2: And both of us in highly regulated businesses. Thank God, I'm not anymore. But we were up. in highly regulated businesses. I had at one time. What one time I had 1,600 employees. I had a full time staff. Staff that and a room designated specifically for regulators the re- it was a freaking parade yeah, yeah. every day there was somebody there
3: well say so, yeah, exactly so so there's no one really powerful uh, that's not no. corrupt that's fighting in the political system right so we're trying to figure out a way around it okay so let's keep going okay
2: well we've got about uh just about another 20 seconds so uh, we'll, we'll why yeah. before
1: we get into it July 20th is National Train the Teacher Day, and my buddy Grant from Scottshot and his something. partner Clint, I want you to go online, dot com. it's July 20th, these guys are great, Grant took a hundred gun for hire classes back in the day, he's an NRA training counselor, he's an NRA instructor, he works down in uh, South and Central Jersey, and he's just great at what he does. You guys and girls will love him. So please go on National Trained Teacher Day and check out Grant from Scott Shot. Again, treat those like family and keep it in the family. Jeff, you got one more segment, and we're going to get more of this okay. out. And we're going to talk about what you're Sounds doing. good. And then, Sandy, it looks like I have my new co-host.
2: <laughs> good. All right. Come in. Thank you're you. in next week, then. Okay? Please? Yeah. Please?
1: Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left, you'll see our large classroom. And go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one classes, our build-a-bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our platinum lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches. And they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. Okay, I want you to go visit their website, sonsoflibertyso.com. Sons of Liberty, S.O. Sons of Liberty Survival Outfitters. That's where the S.O. comes in. So think Sons of Liberty, S.O. for Survival Outfitters. you got to go on it. I'm, I've been on the program, I don't know about two years because he came in and he just told me I was signing up or something like that. I don't, I don't, know, I don't remember. <laughs> it's, do. it's, it's all a blur. <laughs> remember to support those who support you. The Check them out. Pass it on to your friends and family. The link will be with this week's show. Also, do not forget Gun For Hire is on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, and then don't forget to review us on Google, TripAdvisor, Yelp, and Facebook now. I could use some five star reviews. I could use some support people coming down here. Uh, spend your money here. Bring your friends and family. It's the summertime now. We get a little slow. I'd like to see all your faces. Come on down here and show your support for the tip of the spear. Get out of so, the summer heat. Yes, and get me some of those reviews out there. You know, ain't, I know ain't nobody got time for that, but you, know, you could make three minutes and, and review me. When I go to a restaurant and I like it, I leave a five star on TripAdvisor, yeah, Yelp, Google, yep. and Facebook, yep. I just cut and paste the same review.
2: Yeah, but you pr- you're but personal, I
1: also right. put the people's names. I asked for the, Jeff was my server, yep. Sandy was my host. You know, the you know Ronnie was my bartender. I write all their names. The owner Eddie came out and talked to me. I was at Sophia in Inglewood last week. Phenomenal service, and they're not paying us for that. And I listed everybody. Sophia, uh,
2: thousand S- bucks.
1: Sophia, you owe me a thousand bucks. So do it now and think of Sons Liberty So dot com. Jeff, let's save small-town America, baby. Let's do it. Oh, my God, I'm I'm in for that. Very you know RFD without about,
2: Amp B. <laughs> Good God, help me, please. <laughs> another thing I was thinking about when you were talking, please <laughs> stop, yeah. please, just stop. What did I do? <laughs> was with a small business, you get to meet your neighbors. Right. Where we go to Home Depot, it's very rare because Home Depots attract People from surrounding communities and everything else. At a small business, especially located in a town, if it's especially like a main street, right. the old main streets where you, you, you met everybody, and when something happens, word spreads very quickly amongst the people that you know. Yeah. And if you don't know that, you're isolated, and, and they like us isolated, and they like us in cities, and they right. like us in, in control areas.
3: Atomized, all separated. Absolutely. And, and yep. Yeah, exactly like that. And you know, the other thing is, too, when you think about big business, a lot of it's international. They don't, the, these companies don't oh, have allegiance yeah. to Ikea? America, to, <laughs> to, to American freedom. No. They, <laughs> the, you know what? They, they look at us as a bunch of consumers. Yes. as yes. the American yes. economy. Yes. We're an economy. We're just yep. kind of like mouths that they can fill. You know, and they've been doing this for a long time. A I mean, there's 150 years of, you know, they they used to do this when we were opening up China back in the late 1800s. Right. They were looking right. at that as consumers. Yes. Hey, there's a billion people over there. That's two billion shoes. You right. know, that's the way they look at people. They don't look at them as right. actual people, as an actual nation of people that are together. So, look, we needed to. Th- there's one country I will I will mention though, real quick. You okay. know, I was kind of inspired by was Japan. So.
1: Japan, oh,
2: so. The old Japan or the new Japan? No, no, I'm touring well, the Pacific Rim The Japanese rim now. language, really.
1: Sorry. I'm touring the Pacific Rim now, <laughs> but that's <laughs> another story. So it's a
2: whole other story. Let's keep that over so there. So
3: my, my wife's girlfriend, or my wife's girlfriend, my wife's sister... I apologize about that. Oh, also, by the way, the uh, the Rolling Stones article was 2011, right? I just want to yes, make sure that that's Yes, August of 2011. August 2011. The Real Housewives of, of Wall of, Street. Of Wall Street. And that, that was about the 2008.
1: So they got a 200 million dollar loan for free, and then they invested yep. it in student loans at seven and eight percent interest.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's uh. I need to give me some of that. Yeah, right. To, that's how our governor got rich.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> never worked a day in his life. Held the job.
3: So, what uh, So in Japan, they actually have a separate language. So she was learning J- Japanese, and they were showing her that, that, no, if this water bottle was made in J- Japan, you say this. But if it's not Japanese, you say this. Ah. So it's almost as if, built into their language, they have a nationalism. Where it's like, yeah. because they want to buy things that are Japanese. But they call things that are Japanese different than things that aren't Japanese. Which, is, which means that even without tariffs, they, they're, they're going to buy the Japanese first. So that was part of the inspiration too. Is there a way that we can incentivize Americans to do the right thing? And that's what we're trying to do with this. All right, So let's figure this out. So first, support our local businesses. Second, build our skill sets. Most people nowadays are confused, unconfident people. That, that's the nature of our country. We have a huge suicide rate. Yes. Suicide yes. rates are massive. Yes. A lot of that can be contributed to people who have no self-worth. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? And they don't have self-worth because they don't know how to do anything. When you know how to do stuff, when you're confident in yourself, um, when you have human capital, you build and create, you build confidence and self-worth you're less confused. You know, skilled people know how to get things done and they're very valuable in a crisis too. If -hmm. you know how to do stuff, I mean, what we're doing is we're promoting skill building. I mean, that could be firearms, archery, axe training. You know, we're looking at self-defense, fitness, you know, situational awareness, yoga, meditation, mindfulness, first aid, farming, hunting, fishing, swimming, foraging, tracking, you know, cooking. Anything that could help us in a situation for yourself, but also you might just want to learn how to brew beer. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You might need another, uh, <laughs> another network for that. But, uh, <laughs> but you, you, get, you get the point, right? So education, building skills. For skilled people are confident in their own abilities and they're free and independent. They become free and independent because they don't, they don't need a government to tell them what to do. Right. And when you have a community of free people, they don't need a capital to tell them what to do either. So they, what you need is confident people. We are confident people. At least I am. I don't know about you guys, but you, you guys have a radio Dude, show, I so step, I'm pretty I sure step it's confident. on people. Yeah. So, so, so I don't give a shit. So I'm going to tell you something. I, I definitely think there's a major correlation between between people that are willing, that are confident in themselves, that are willing to get out there, learn new skills, and people that try guns, people that try different things. They're willing to try it. Right. And we need people to do that because then they'll learn. It's, there's a great. I forget. I forget exactly. I should have looked it up. There's this African uh, proverb It talks about this story about this prince, and I should know the prince's name. I'm, I'm blanking on this one. Make it up. But Nobody will know. Yeah. yeah. But he was, uh, as a baby, as a kid, he was... Uh, prince Valium. <laughs> yeah. Prince Valium. He was, uh, he was chained. He was... Or actually, I'm sorry. It wasn't a kid. It was an elephant. What am I talking about? So he's a baby elephant. And he's, t- he's chained to the ground. They put a post in the ground. And as the baby grew, he grew up thinking that he couldn't move the chain. And the whole the whole story. Make a long story short. The elephant eventually realizes that if only he pulled his foot up, he can do it. A lot of people don't realize their own potential. It's mm-hmm. you know, very real. If we, and that, if we, that dates
2: back to the circus. That's yeah. exactly how they used to train
3: them. Yeah, that, no, it's real. They don't yeah. realize their own strength, right. and that happens to people too. We need to get people to realize that they have the ability that they sh- they can rely on themselves, but not just themselves. The people around them that we can do this together. But it has to be us. There's no one coming down. There's no there's no guardian. I'm sorry, but like there's no there's no white man, uh, you know guy on a white horse. There's no guardian angels coming down. We're gonna have to do this ourselves right now. You know, we're gonna have to stand up and do it. And so building skills is a great way. So on our, uh, we promote all kinds of education, skilled instructors. We promote buying local. And then the third thing is when we uh, we have a discount club. So what we do is we sell cards. So a lot of people listen and are patriotic. If you join the Sons of Liberty uh, Patriot Discount Club, if you're a veteran or first responder, it's ten dollars for the year. We would give it away for free, but that's just at cost. Mm-hmm. And any any money we make, we we donate ten percent to veteran uh, to veteran charities. And we've chosen three charities. We've chosen the Heroes Project. We've chosen Mission Twenty Two and Veterans Expeditions. Two of those. Um, what they do is they take veterans, especially wounded veterans, and get them outside, mm-hmm. engage in, in nature with a community. We want to show them that they can reconquer stuff, even after, you know, they don't have that community like they did in the military right. anymore. But we need to, a lot of times of these veterans, and I'm going to talk about them more in a second, they're, they're here's some narcotics, go sit in front of a television, Let's thank you see. for uh, going to save us, now, now just, you know, get on with stand, your life, gr- you know? Yeah. Right, and then and they
2: kill themselves, 20, you know, 22
3: a day. So what we're doing is we're selling these discount cards. We're going to festivals all over the summer. We're, we sell them right on our website, too. If you're not a veteran or first responder and you want to support and you also want to be part of this community, it's $20 for this year. It's going to be $25 next year. You buy the card. You get discounts all over the state of New Jersey and Pennsylvania at different instructors who's going to teach you. Skills and they're gonna, you're going to be able to learn. You'll choose the skills. You're going to get a discount at Gun for Hire. You bring, you come to Gun for Hire. You get a free gun rental every time you go. Now you have to come with more than one person, right? Because it's a family friendly place. Yes. So two or more people can come and get a free gun
1: rental and learn. Uh, you know, choose a new, choose a new uh, firearm. That's worth um, twenty five bucks. Real quick, I'm going to interrupt yeah. you. <coughs> I'm looking at the list. He's got a. Bunch of products and services of all these patriotic people. We got Laszlo from Monster Coatings. Gun for Hire alumni. I mean, I knew he would do this anyway. You got a ton of outdoor sports stuff. Local food and drink. I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We have I'm another gonna... bar. We have a uh, Charlie's on Route 15 that's okay. Joined so through. you have 11 different places for under the gun and self defense stuff. My buddy Gary Allison at Beacon Brass. Sean Fisher at Black Bag Resources. Cobra One Tactical. Dingham Shooting. Uh, range in PA. My buddy, the is at Elite Tactical Training. Uh, Gun for Hire is there. Erica Gunsitter. Ken J. DeStefano, old Gun for Hire student. I made him an instructor 700 years ago. Lock and Load Academy, New Jersey Concealment Furniture. My man Dan. All right, Rock Training, Rocco, Shoot, Maria Alampi, uh, The Edge Center, Trinity Martial Arts, Extreme Gun Wars. I know all of these people. And for Sandy, Puppy Whuppy Dog Training LLC. I can get you potty trained. Listen, (laughs) I just read off a partial list of the people that I identify. Sixty-three businesses. Twenty. Dollars a year this year, next year it's $25 a year, and you're keeping it in the family. Not a political family, liberty family. And you get right. a
2: discount at all these... You uh, get discounts at all
1: these different places.
3: Now, the other thing is, I'm, I want to reach out anyone that owns a small business. Good. Any yes. small business owners that are pro-America, that mm-hmm. love the Bill of Rights, we want to get people to you. I've, I've gone to businesses. I just cold call. I go in, I'm, I'm not... I'm not Afraid, So I walk into businesses, I go, hey, this is what we're doing. You jo- you know, would you like to join us? And some people look at me and they go, oh, I don't want to join you. I go, okay. That's c- perfectly fine because now I know where to shop. Correct. And I know where my money should go. <laughs> right. If you don't want to yeah. join this, that's fine because we're promoting America. We're defending small town America. We're promoting small businesses. We're supporting our servicemen. We're supporting education. And we're doing it in a way that makes it fun. Because if it's fun, we win. This
1: is one of my most important things. If if freedom is not fun, we lose. So all of my listeners and followers and gun-for-hire people out there, Jeff is always uh, volunteering his time and services with Tony Simon and everybody else. If you go on his website, SonsofLibertySO.com, dot com, and you have a business, a product, a service, again, he wants businesses that are independently owned. Obviously, we don't want the manager of an Applebee's calling right. us. No, I'm, I'm sorry, no yeah. franchises. No, no, right. he's but if you own, you know, Joe's Steakhouse down the street or yeah. the yeah. Avenue Pub, and you know a little family-owned business, he wants you, and you should be on this list, Absolutely. all right? Absolutely. Can I just say one other please, thing? Please, please.
3: You got to understand too as we build this, this is much more than just a discount club because on the back of your card it has your email address. That allows you to get on our website and now we can start talking to each other. Small businesses mm-hmm. can put on daily specials. Right. If you're a first responder or a veteran and there's an event you got going on, if Anthony has a, a gun for hire event, we can start networking without Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We can start networking yep. in a place that's going to protect right. protect your freedom of speech and also support and defend the United States of America. Don't
1: don't I always say support those who support you? Yes. Keep it in the family. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is your perfect example yep. right here. Right here. Go ahead, Jeff. He's got a lot of energy. Remember An- when you were thirty one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Happy An- birthday again, by the <laughs> way. Thank you so much.
3: And <laughs> and Anthony, thank you so much for having me on. The oh, whole idea here, I mean, we want to support your business, we want to support a lot of these businesses because if, if you really think about what we're doing, we're looking at the small businesses, we have the education, we're supporting the servicemen so they understand that we wanna and we really want to build it around them too. And we want to support the Bill of Rights.
1: I think you kicked ass and you gave Sandy hope for the future. So it's Sons of Liberty Survival Outfitters. Yes. But the website is Sons of Liberty SO dot S- com. I can't put it any better than that. Uh don't forget Recall Murphy. Go on helpsavenj.com. NJ dot com. We're having signing dates here. Jeff is thirty-one today. Sandy is wearing moccasins today that are thirty-two years old, That's by true. the way. Alan Edmund Moccasins. They went out of business in nineteen eighty two. That's another story. Uh <laughs> I have a lot of letters I'm backed up on. I knew this was going to happen. I believe next week we are going to have a 94-year-old World War II veteran on the show for the uh, 4th of July special. So we're uh, working on lining the guest up right now. Thank you, Dr. Brian Tance from New York Smile for (laughs) setting that up. I got a ton of classes set up. One slot left for Urban Precision Rifle, September 21st and 22nd. NRA instructor classes in September. Please check out Sons of Liberty, SO. Uh, I know Jeff for a long time. I vouch for him. I'm going to be posting this. We want to keep it in the family. Sandy, over to you.
2: Well, the clock on the wall says it all. You've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music is in this broadcast, so it's managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Please, guys, each one reach one. Sons of Liberty, SO.com. Do it now. Join now. God bless America. God bless America. If you own a small business, seriously, from the aspect of marketing, Facebook is crap, especially right now. Twitter marketing is dead. So, we want something that cannot be cut off. This is a fantastic idea. If you own a small business and you're in New Jersey, New York, even Pennsylvania, uh, contact Jeff. He'll be happy to talk to you. Love you guys. See you next week.